This episode of The Loyal Sun Show is brought to you by Rendine Consulting. If you've listened to us for any amount of time, you know all about Rendine Consulting's commitment to the Pitt Athletics program and brand, and how much they've meant to the Loyal Suns. That's Rendine Consulting, providing investment managers assistance with technology integration. Visit www.rendineconsulting.com for more information. That's www.rendineconsulting.com. Welcome back to The Loyal Sun Show. We've got a special episode for you this week, a bit of a shortened episode. We didn't want you to do all of your last-minute Christmas shopping without your favorite podcasts, or your least favorite, whichever. Uh, We didn't all get together to talk about all the news you probably already know if you do follow the program pretty closely, but we didn't want to leave you hanging until after Christmas to get your pit athletics fix. We had the opportunity to talk to one of the newest Panthers, a transfer, a transfer Panther, if you will, Donovan McMillan. Donovan McMillan's a Peters Township product who spent the last two years at the University of Florida and was one of the biggest names in the transfer portal this offseason. Donovan was kind enough to give us a good chunk of his time. You know, he's getting ready for Christmas, buying presents, moving all of his stuff back home, trying to find an apartment. But he gave us his time. We chopped it up about his decision to come home to Pittsburgh, a bit about just his athletic background, and a whole bunch of other stuff that you'll just have to listen to find out. But it was an awesome conversation. I think Pitt fans, if you aren't already, will be extremely excited to see Donovan wear the blue and gold after hearing this. He's going to fill a big void for the Panthers with the departures of Brandon Hill and Eric Hallett and a lot of talent leaving the defense, but he'll be a part of a bit of a local resurgence with a lot of young Whitfield and City League guys on that pit defense. So be a lot of fun to watch. But before that, you got to listen to his first audio interview as a Pitt Panther. So without further ado, Donovan McMillan. Please welcome on to the show your newest Pitt Panther, a safety out of Peters Township, Donovan McMillan. Donovan, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We're feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, the transfer portal and all the good recruitment news has gotten us uh, pretty pumped as Pitt fans, and uh, you're a big part of that. So why don't you tell us, what has the last couple of days looked like for you? Oh, it's just been a bunch of excitement, to be honest with you. Like, people have, like, talked to me about, like, you know, answer my phone and everything like that I've just really just been able to just sit back and and finally breathe for once you know once I <laughs> declared the portal you know I it was crazy like craziness obviously we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but and then I went through the the whole school thing and then a few days later I decided I'm like okay I want to make the move made the move to pit and then my phone was just blowing up again so like I've just been able to finally just sit back and you know relax and get close and just be close to my family, just sitting back here, just getting ready for the new beginning. And you mentioned it there. You said as soon as you entered the portal, things got crazy. So how does that look for us people who haven't been through that experience? Is it, I know uh, when Keaton Slovis, when he originally transferred to Pitt, he said like his name was in the portal and, you know, a minute later he was getting texts. Is that what it was like for you? Was it immediate? Yeah. So, so the whole process goes, so I entered the portal for like, so I posted about the portal. So I wanted to go in on a Monday, but once you announce and you have to put your paperwork in, it takes about 48 hours for it to go through. 
So, like, I announced I got a bunch of follows from a bunch of coaches and everything. I know that, like, I heard works of, like, other coaches, like, hitting up, you know, my Florida coaches or my family or anything like that. But they couldn't be hitting me up, you know, because it's not legal until your name is officially in. And then it was, like, I think I talked about it was, like, 9, 14 a.m. On, on Wednesday is when my name hit the portal. And then, like, within seconds, like, as soon as my name hit, I know Coach Sanders hit me up. I know – uh, West Virginia called me and just a bunch of other schools called me all at one time. And I like, I didn't answer my phone for a good three, four hours. I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is insane. Like, I literally, I think I had at least 18 to 20 calls within the first like 15 minutes. And and what do those communications look like? Is it, is it a little bit professional where they're like, Hey, um, love your game would love to set up some time to talk about the university of Pittsburgh. Or is it like, Hey man, come here. <laughs> Young man, come to pit. Yeah. Uh, well, the way it went with like a majority of people is like, it's all connect. It's like all connections based. So like anyone who really hit me up at the beginning were coaches that I talked to in the process before, like through my recruitment process at process at high school. Uh, so that was how it worked at first. And then within mm-hmm. the first, like, you know, 24 hours, that's when you started getting like other schools and other coaches that, you know, that hit you up that I wouldn't have known before. But like throughout the whole NCAA thing and everything that all these coaches are moving around so fast and, you know, this place one one year and this place another year. So like I'm getting hit up by coaches that like have in my phone, like say it was like a Michigan coach, but he's really at another school right now. So it was it was crazy just, you know, having to categorize and find out what school is hitting me up whenever like you were like <laughs> for that but like when it came to the whole pit thing all the coaches that hit recruited me before all been there so it was it was perfect when it came to communication with that you mentioned earlier that uh you know you, you started getting followed by a ton of coaches and players that is something that we as you know very intent fans follow very closely and we seem to think there's a direct correlation with like oh there's this transfer receiver and five pit players and four coaches just followed him and he followed them back. And we, we seem to think that that's an indication of interest. Can you speak to that at all? Is, is there really something with social, like a correlation between social media activity and interest in the portal and in recruiting? I, I would think so. You know, um, like, like, like you said, like, um, you know, the following, I know coaches followed me throughout the last three, four games of the year because, you know, they're like, they see a guy, who's playing a lot, but might not be happy with the whole program or something like that. Like they'll know that was happening with me and a lot of my friends, you know, like coaches trying to like show that they have like little interest soon. So like, you know, they're like stuck in the back of your head whenever you do decide to either leave or not. So that does make a little correlation to it. I feel like it happened a lot more in recruiting for me as well, as well, because, you know, recruiting base, it's like all, you know, you never done it before. It's all about, it's about the football thing, but it's all about the love and everything as well. Like you're looking at facilities, you look at this, you're looking at that. But whenever it comes to transfer portal, it's really just business. Like you're talking business, you only have one second opportunity to, you know, go shine and do what you want to do. And um, that's that's where it comes down to it. When like the whole following thing, it happens a little bit in uh, in uh, portal, but like it happens a lot more in the recruiter. Gotcha. And you kind of touched on it there a little bit. One, something I wanted to ask was how the process is different now when you're entering the portal after you've been in college for a couple of years and then versus, you know, you're coming out of high school, you're getting all these big name schools coming after you. I'm sure you're shell shocked at some of the names that were coming after you. Mm. Um, 
But looking at it now, where do you think cha- things change specifically with Pitt? And what are you looking at at Pitt where I'm sure you had no shortage of suitors in the portal, but why was Pitt so attractive to you now? Because you seemed to make the decision fairly quickly after you entered. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, there was like many reasons that came down to it, to be honest with you. Um, just starting off with, you know, coach Sanders was like literally the first person to call me, you know, he showed that he had like immediate, like interest in me coming in and playing in his defense. And I, I really appreciated that. And like, it was like, okay, that's like, that was one, that, that's one school like that could be really just fit perfectly if everything aligns, you know, being close to home, you know, now that my family doesn't have to go take two flights to get to Florida and, and you know, <laughs> my, my dad's uh, my dad can't even go to sleep after his football games because they're getting ready to go fly out at like six in the morning you know uh that that aspect of it and then just you know you see that um how aggressive and um like how aggressive base and coach and coach Sanders defense really is obviously coach Narduzzi as well um and that just really like open my eyes to it, you know, because I, I was, I was in a, a defense, a lot different defense, you know, in college football, every defense is a little similar, but like just the way that Pitt uses their defense of like, you know, blitzing like a lot of guys, you know, and just being able to put pressure on the quarterback and everything to make the safeties have a lot more production in the past game. And that just, that just opened my eyes to it. like 21 interceptions in two years. Like that's something that is almost unheard of. And that just got me really excited, you know, just seeing, you know, guys in the past like DeMar and Paris and all of them getting all that production. And then it came to, you know, Hallett and all of them as well. And just it really opened my eyes to, you know, I want to be that next guy to be able to go in and, and have production like that. Hey, Panther Nation. Have you ever crashed your spin scooter going down Cardiac Hill or wiped out on an icy sidewalk in South Oakland? Have you ever been hit by a bus crossing Forbes Avenue? Well, you may not have to pay that hospital bill on your own. If you're hurt in an accident, pick up the phone and call Guido at Guerrera Law. Guido Guerrera is a University of Pittsburgh Law School grad, pit football superfan, and experienced personal injury attorney who's licensed in Pennsylvania and Ohio. And it is 100% free to call him for consultation on your personal injury case. So the next time you get rear-ended in Oakland rush hour traffic, or if you fall down the stairs at Peter's, call Guido. All joking aside, Oakland and the world can be a very dangerous place. If you need legal help, talk to Guido. He'll treat you like a fellow Pitt fan and never like a number. 412-229-7757 is the number to call. That's 412-229-7757 to call Guido. You can also contact Guerrero Law at GuerreraLaw.com. That's G-U-R-R-E-R-A. Call Guido today. So uh, just to clarify real quick, you do project as a safety uh, in Pitt's defense, correct? I know they love to uh, move the secondary around or put, mu- you know, some weight on someone and play him at linebacker, but it's going to be safety? Yeah, they see me at like all three positions, you know, field, boundary, and, uh, you know, a little nickel as well whenever they get into their third down packages. Love that. Love that. So uh, how much um, did the impending departures of Pitt's phenomenal two outgoing safeties, Brendan Hill and Eric Hallett play into that, that you saw that opportunity coming up and, and, you know, that, that kind of sweetened the deal for coming to Pitt. 
yeah, it was just it was just an add on to it. To be honest with you, um, it would have been awesome, you know, to have the opportunity to play with those guys, you know, because they're veteran guys and, and everything like that. But you know, them leaving just it it, it shows that um, you know that they're getting ready for other younger guys to come up and and really take care of that defense. And that's what really excites me because you know I'm going to be able to you know play with you know newer guys in the defense just like how I'll be newer in the defense, which is pretty cool because it really builds chemistry that way. Some of those guys you'll be playing with, too, are some other local standouts. There's a lot of guys in your class. Obviously, that class of 21 was loaded with Elliott, uh, Nakai Johnson, Dorian Ford. Have you got to talk to any of those guys about, like, kind of a reunion of, of the Whippeal talent coming together? Yeah, we, we've talked a little bit. You know, it's just it's just more it's more business at this point. Like, we're just excited to, you know, win, you know, because, you, you know, an ACC championship last year was really exciting for them. I wish I got to be a part of that but you know we got to bring another one back next year so that's that's what the whole plan is and another local guy you you reference you know damar and paris playing there but i know damar playing for the buffalo bills now uh he rocked the number three at pit i saw in some of your recruiting pictures you were rocking that number three but have you got the opportunity to talk to damar i know you guys are both uh jaster athletes work alongside jordan rooney with that so have you had the opportunity to talk to damar about pit and just in general playing the safety position now we used to talk a lot more, you know, back whenever I was in like my first recruiting process. But we didn't, we haven't really talked much since then. Like th- since the, um, you know, hitting in the transfer portal, you know, he's deep in his, uh, you know, season right now, going like killing it right now, you know, starting everything like that. But like I know Jordan's talked to him about me being there and stuff like that. But you know, we'll probably end up reconnecting real soon about that, like about the whole situation and the excitement about it. But like you know, I've been just letting him you know, do his thing. You know, he's killing it being one of the best safeties in the league right now. So I guess that's fair. He is trying to win a Super Bowl right now. He's on one of the best teams in the NFL. So uh I'm sure he appreciates you giving them the space. And he's he's sharing uh, you know, a, a, the field with Dane Jackson, another Pitt product. Mm-hmm. Um Pitt has had a a I don't want to even call it a string of luck because obviously there's thousands of hours of hard work and preparation that goes into it. Uh, But Pitt's done a phenomenal job putting um, safeties and cornerbacks into the NFL. Uh, From your perspective, you know, how much does that impact your decision in transferring and how much of the decision is, you know, I want to win college football games and and chase conference championships and how much of it is the, the ability for these programs to put you into the pros. Yeah. Those, those both, like both those like uh, points right there are like two other main reasons that, you know, I made the decision to come to pit, you know, coach Sanders, you know, he's like five for five, six for six. I don't, I don't know how, which ones he counts, which ones he doesn't, but like, <laughs> like he's like a hundred percent from the field. Like he's getting guys in the league and then they're, they're, they're producing the league. They're not just getting the league, they're producing the league. Mm-hmm. And that, that really, that really excited me. And then when it comes to the whole winning thing, like my whole life, like, when it comes to wrestling, football, everything, like, I, I won. You know, I was excited to, you know, be on a team where I could win and be productive with my teammates and everything like that. And, like, I feel like almost, like, no shame or, or no thrown at anything, but like, I feel like I lost a little bit of that in the past two years, you know, just not being able to, you know, win at a high rate and just, you know, have that excitement of winning. And just seeing that Pitt's been consistently in the top 25 and being able to be in these big bowl games and, you know, ACC championship, that really excited me. And I just want to go win. That's that's what I want to do. I want to win, win, win. Like, really. We love to hear that. I know uh, the ACC championship run for us as fans was, like, 
just amazing. And I know some fans, to a certain degree, kind of wish that would have translated to more recruiting success. But mm. that kind of shows us right there what it does, even if it's not directly to the high school guys. It's guys like you that are seeing that on-field success, even this year, where I think some a lot of Pitt fans would have been disappointed with eight and four this year. But I know you mentioned, like, <laughs> with the success and how how good they've looked over the last two years, um, that was a big point for you. So I definitely think... Uh, we're starting to see that come to fruition a little bit, especially with these local guys like you, um, some guys who are getting to see. I know when we were younger, Pitt was almost exclusively six and six, seven and five. So <laughs> it's nice to see uh, them turn the tide a little bit with Narduzzi. Especially when we're comparing uh, Pitt to a, a pretty storied program like Florida. And, and you know, that may being attract the, the opportunity to win conference championships, making Pitt potentially uh, more attractive than a school like Florida. Not to put words into your mouth, but that's just for me. That makes me feel warm and fuzzy. I feel you, I feel So for Pitt fans who haven't got to see you play much, maybe they're, they've watched some of your high school highlights or haven't seen any of you, um, who would you say you play like? What would you say your play style is like? If, if you could compare yourself to someone or just give us a, a little bit of a scouting report of, of what your game looks like. Um, you know, I, I think I compare myself to, you know, my favorite player in the NFL, which is Tyron Matthew, you know, just, you know, his name, his nickname in, in college was the honey badger, you know, just this fierce guy who's a playmaker and, and just has a, you know, a nose for the ball. And I, I see myself as that, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a heat, a heat seeking missile, if you would say so. Um, you know, I'm a tackler who comes down and, and tries to hit people as hard as I possibly can. And that come, that correlates to, you know, my whole wrestling background as well. And, uh, you know, I, I see myself being a, a, a guy who can go up and go get the ball like that. That's something that that I've, you know, come to, you know, I played receiver in, in high school as well. So that always excited me. And I'm always trying if I get my hands on the ball, I'm trying to get an end zone. So, yeah. Any chance we see you in the in the return game or, or anything like that? Use that athleticism. Crazy. You said that I really was talking about dad about that. I was like. Ooh, I would love to see myself in that because I, you know, I've been off that in the past two years, like, you know, but I don't know. That's something I could talk to the dudes about. So, are you or someone you know looking for work in a recession proof industry? Are you someone that's interested in things like having health care, having a 401k, immediate PTO accrual, an employee assistance program, and referral bonuses? Our newest sponsor, Haddad Accelerated Delivery, an Amazon delivery partner, is looking for safety-minded and dependable drivers to join their delivery service team. Be a part of a company that will encourage self-ownership and award bonuses based on exceptional safety and delivery efforts. This is the ideal gig for individuals seeking full-time work or students interested in making some pretty good money during breaks. If you or someone you know is safety-focused, hardworking, organized, efficient, and team-oriented, text HADD to 464-646 to apply. I understand that that is an impossible string of letters and numbers, so here it is again. That's H-A-D-D to 464-646. For a job that's the total package, get it? Because, like, it's uh, deliveries. Had at Accelerated Delivery is the place for you. So so you mentioned your your background as a wrestler. Um, 
you you won over a hundred matches in three years at Peters Township, and you came in second in states uh, your senior year, correct? My junior year. Your junior year. Sorry. Um, so typically, I I know at our high school the the football coaches would tell all the linemen to wrestle in the off season and all of the the skilled position players to run track. So I I, I feel like we don't see a ton of you know skill guys, secondary guys um, that are as successful as you wrestling how would you say and you alluded to it a little bit how how would you say that has impacted uh your game in terms of football oh yeah it just when it comes down to wrestling there's a lot of things that go into it you know wrestling such a, a leveraged a leveraged game you know you know you know lowest man wins and everything like that with your hips and everything and that just that correlates to the whole football thing but when it comes down to it really it's really just a mindset i think wrestling is one of the hardest sports out there you know, you're going in there for six, seven minutes and you're fighting against someone else and you can't blame anyone except yourself on that. And, you know, it's mano y mano. You know, you're going in there and you're just trying to win your own one on one. And I think that correlates to to football because it's 11 on 11 game, but everyone's just trying to win their one on one. Because if everyone wins their one on one, that's a positive play for your side of the ball. You know what I mean? So that's where I think it um, it all comes together when it comes to wrestling and just yeah for sure was wrestling something you wanted to do or was that something your dad i know your dad's a coach is that something he pushed you to do no i i, I wrestled uh i started wrestling before i played football i started wrestling when i was five and uh you know i had to make decisions between wrestling and football obviously football because football is just the thing that's been in my heart since you know since i can <laughs> but like yeah wrestling was a was a big thing and it, it really did stink that i had to um you know, forego my, my senior season to uh, early enroll. But, you know, I had to do what I had to do because, uh, you know, that was the plan, you know, go play football. And it was, it was an exciting opportunity to leave high school early and, and go start college in January. I'm sure you didn't miss all the all the crash dieting and, and going jogging in a in a plastic bag or anything to cut weight. Yeah, you it, to it put on weight. Oh, no, my my junior years, but like my freshman, sophomore year, I cut weight, you know, I wrestled 132 my freshman year, 152 my sophomore year. But then my junior year, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go play football. You know, I started deciding that. I was like, okay, I'm going to go into the gym and I'm going to go lift weights every morning, go go on a run every morning, you know. And I think that just – that helped me, you know, beat most of my competition because, you know, these guys are cutting weight. These guys are tired. And I'm, I'm out there eating a hoagie before a match, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all, all jacked up and, and – and, and had a lot of energy. So it, it helped a lot for sure. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so going back to football, um, what does the next couple of weeks look like for you? Are you, are you enrolled for the spring semester and, and how does kind of acclimating to Oakland and the pit program, uh, how does that look for you after Christmas? Yeah. Um, as of right now, I'm going through, um, and organizing majority of my stuff that I have in, in here from driving up a few days ago. Uh, I actually fly back to Florida tonight and I will go, I will end up driving back up with my friend in two days with the rest of my stuff. And uh, throughout the, throughout the next week, I'm trying to, you know, get myself an apartment and everything like that. But when it comes to the whole football aspect of it, um, I'm trying to, you know, learn the defense as much as I can over the phone with coach and, you know, um, get ready to enroll in classes in January. And just, you know, get ready to go, really. It's time to go. That's what I'm excited about. You know, get into the get in the weight room, 
get on the field and, and just and just really, you know, get myself ready for, you know, the pit grind. So So now that you're back home for the time being, that's a that's a brutal fly down that and is, drive back, I must say. Yeah, that is rough. Yeah, 13 hours. So Jesus. Whew, I don't envy you right now. But no. now that you're back outside of football outside of pit what are you most excited to be back for is it is it certain foods that you didn't have down in florida is it the friends the family i mean that's the easy answer so tell me something that we wouldn't expect that you're excited to be back in pittsburgh for because I, I know it ain't the cold weather well i was <laughs> I to see snow again for the first time in a while that was that was pretty exciting obviously you know the family and friends you know friends from high school everything that's excited um you know just being able to you know, have the opportunity to, to get out of practice and, and get to one of my, my brother's football wrestling uh, wrestling matches or, you know, their baseball games as well. That's going to really excite me, you know, because they're all all three of them are young guys who, you know, are going through the whole process that I went through. But like but they got to see me do it. But I never really got a chance to see them do it. So I'm excited to be able to have the opportunity to go see them and, and do that. But when it comes down to something, something y'all wouldn't know I'm excited for. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I think Pittsburgh has a lot of really good foods when it comes down to it. And I'm really excited to, you know, be able to like go on an adventure and be able to see all the new, like I'll see all the places I've never eaten at before. Cause I was really a guy who didn't really go down to Pittsburgh much. You know, like we ate a fat heads the other day, which I was, that was amazing. So I was pretty excited about it. Really so, good. Yeah. Really excited to, you know, adventure and adventure out and see everything down south for once. Dylan, do you have any uh, recommendations? You you did the whole Oakland thing and and lived in Southside for a little bit. Fatheads is a great start though. That great burger. I know I I, I ate the O as well a while back, and that was amazing too. So, ooh, R.I.P. It was gone. It's gone, man. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't no. want to be the one to break it to you. Oh but... shit. <laughs> no, take I as much that. time as you need to process that. That was that was a tough loss for all of us. I remember eating that before, uh, you know, going going to pit wrestling matches. It was, dang, I didn't know it was gone. That's crazy. Hopefully, that wasn't uh, what you made your decision on to come back here. So, <laughs> uh, have you have you ever been to Archie's? You ever get wings at Archie's in Southside? I don't think so. Like a majority of places I've been to down there for real. That's a must. Um, Fiori's Pizza over mm-hmm. on West Liberty Avenue in Brookline. Um, we'll, we'll send you a list. We'll that. send you, uh, you have had, that all right, list. all right. We'll send you a list of got all the, the important places ones. you got to hit. Um, yeah. So Donovan, this has been great. Um, we really appreciate you hopping on with us, but before we let you go, we're going to go with a little all out blitz segment. We call it, we're basically just going to throw a bunch of questions at you at once. Um, David, I don't know that we exactly prep for this all nope. that well. So we're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna go for it and see what we can hit Donovan with. So, um, yeah. I'll start it off. Who's the best player you've played against at any level? Who's the best player I've played against? That's that's something that I've never thought of. Dang. Um, well, starting high school, I know that I I, I I did play against Phil. I did play with Phil Dracovic. I did play against him. That was my freshman year. I was a, I was a baby. Um, you know, All right, wait. Well, we can do a little sidetrack on Phil since you brought it up. How good was he? Oh, my gosh. He – uh. That 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 was the one year that the heat just he annihilated us our freshman. <laughs> oh, I know I wasn't playing. Oh, you know I I uh, I started the whole third half, third um second quarter. So no, I started the whole third quarter, third quarter. Um, yeah, because like the, my coach was like we're not giving up, but uh, you know it's fifty six to seven. You know, 
I think don't that, feel bad. He did that to uh, everybody he played. Yeah, that year was crazy. He was he was just something to watch. I was like, whoa, like, that was crazy. Um, there's a lot of guys I played against. You know, like we played against you know Joey, Joey Porter Jr. in a bunch of seven on sevens. Uh, when it comes down to college football, I played against so many good guys. Like, and I just really, I really want to go back and really see the guys that I got a chance to play against and all the guys who are like really good right now. But all I know is that they're going to be amazing in the future. Like, I don't know if you guys know, you know, Evan Stewart uh, from Texas A&M, number one uh, receiver. He's a freshman. He's one of the five stars they got, right? Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's crazy. Um, you know, I, I played, I tackled James Williams on a, on a, on a kickoff. Wow. Yo. Bama. Um, Dang, I don't. I see. We can we can go on another podcast. I'm really gonna go back and really watch every game and be like, okay, I played with him. <laughs> with him, you know, I played against Spencer Rattler, you know, and he's like up and down. Like he just went and absolutely annihilated Tennessee, and Tennessee was supposed to, you know, make the playoffs. So right. Oh no, there's there's a um, you know, Bryce Young, you know, guys like that. So I played against Anthony Richardson in practice too. I did. I did, and he doesn't like to say it, but I picked him off a few times too. Did he break all your fingers because he can't seem to throw a ball less than 80 miles an hour? Oh, I think it's around 100 miles per hour or something. Right, right, right. In the video of him throwing like 85 yards, I'm like, oh, my gosh. He, you know, I ain't glad. He's probably the greatest athlete I've ever seen in person. He's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So to get back on track with all blitz, I was going to ask, what uh, pro team do you think he matches up with best? Where do you want to see him play next level? Oh, protein. I don't I don't know. I feel like he really like as a quarterback, he excites me as like he could really like be like prime Cam Newton. Like that's who he's I, I see him as. Mm-hmm. And he's even a better athlete. That's what's crazy. Oh yeah. And I think if the right coach and the right system, you know, gets him involved, get him a get him an O line and team with a, a fairly decent defense, like he can make anything shape with any kind of receivers on the field. Like he's gonna, he's gonna make something. He, he's gonna be able to, you know, scramble, use his legs. You know, he's just gotta. In my opinion, I think he's gotta stay healthy. He stays healthy. He's gonna be one of the best, best NFL quarterbacks next year. So, what's the loudest stadium you've played in? Um, uh, I think the Swamp was the loudest, and it was because it was because the Bama game last year. That was the loudest. That was the loudest game I've ever been in my life. Like I was, I think it was the loudest event. That was the loudest thing I ever heard. Like. It was crazy. I know it was like the highest decimal that week for like for um, loud stadium. A close second was uh, Tennessee this year. That was that was loud. Just because our stadium goes straight up, mm-hmm. and, you know, orange, yellow, uh, orange, white, orange, white, orange. It's it's pretty crazy. And then A and M would have been a lot louder, but they didn't have many people in there. Um, but you know, the swamp gets really loud. It's like oh yeah, like a fishbowl. It's it's insane. Keep traps the sound down in. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite wrestling move? Mm. Well, probably a throw, some kind of some kind of throw to be honest. <laughs> headlock or oh, and probably headlock. I go lie, something like that. You know, uh, wrestling move probably like either a throw or like a double leg takedown, just because it correlates to football. You know, there's nothing. Yeah, like yeah. Clean double leg where you just throw the dude like four or five feet back from where he was standing at before. So, yeah. I'm partial to the 619 by Rey Mysterio. 
<laughs> but uh how about what's what's on your playlist right now? Who who you listening to the most? Drake. I'm Drake. Drake. Drake, uh, Drake uh Drake's number one. They're probably like like a future. Yeah. But I like I like everything. Like I have a what's a I, I don't know what it is. It's probably 97 at right now 97 hours playlist 97 hour playlist song it's like with thousands of songs and it's everything it goes like i'll be listening to a rap song and then it'll go to a country song and then it'll go to like a disney song (laughs) r&b song and then it'll go back to rap and then like it's crazy because the only thing that's bad about it is i'll be in like a mood where i want to listen to like r&b then it'll be like like some kind of cars playlist song <laughs> life, life is a highway yeah <laughs> I, i'm just trying to picture getting hyped up for a game and like the soundtrack from frozen comes on but hey if it if it gets you ready to blow drake may out of the water i'm all for it <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's, it's the lion king song for me that comes on or tango oh on oh yeah yeah well we uh we really appreciate the the time you spent with us. This has been great. We're we're so so excited uh to have you back home and and ready to play for the Panthers next year. And we're we're excited to watch you uh step into that that role. Big shoes to fill with uh Hallett and Hill leaving, but uh your your pedigree really speaks for itself. So um we're we're pumped to have you. Uh we really appreciate your time and uh thanks for thanks for coming on and best of luck. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Hail to pit. You know it. <laughs>